BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the 40th episode of Interlude Army. During this episode, we'll be interviewing Dr. Ji Young Yi, the author of BTS Art Revolution. Let's get it! Welcome back to Interlude Army. Today we're interviewing Dr. Ji Young Lee, a film philosophy and the author of BTS Art Revolution. Go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone. I'm Ji Young Lee and I am very happy to be part of this Army podcast and I am as you may know, I am teaching philosophy at Sejong University in Korea. Uh, it is located in Seoul. I've seen many uh, interviews by armies who talk about their age. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I want to reveal my age. I'm 49 years old and will be 50 in, in two months. Oh, wow. So, yeah, 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 wow, yeah quite old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us because I know you're in Korea. We have like different time zones and everything. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. I was wondering, though, how did you discover BTS and what made you into a fan? Oh, it's not a simple question, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because there were several causes at the time. Mm -hmm. But first, uh, in 2017, I bumped into a, a small line of news on the TV that uh, BTS won Social Artist Award at Billboard Music Award. And I was so surprised at the news because when I was young, I was a pop kid so <laughs> i every week i checked uh, the billboard chart and listening to the songs on billboard chart at that time i was thinking it is not our job it is not our area it is others mm -hmm. <laughs> and it is totally different word than mine but a korean artist got awarded at that Billboard Music Award, for me, it was a shock. So I was very curious about them. So I just typed Bangtan Sonyeondan on YouTube. That's the first <laughs> beginning. <laughs> and then I, I watched several music videos and some funny stuff on Bangtan Bam. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And I, I just wanted no wanted to know their names <laughs> and discern who is who. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, it, it is a very typical way to become an army for almost everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to the rabbit hole that I cannot <laughs> get out of that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's that's really nice to hear because I feel like BTS in Korea for a while wasn't really known, I guess you could say. I realize that a lot of people in Korea started knowing more about them after um, the Billboard Top Social Award yes. back. So yeah. I'm really happy to hear that, that, you know, um, after that, they were getting a lot more exposure. 
I guess you could yes. say. Because I heard that um, K-pop in Korea, when I visited there, they said K-pop was more for, you know, people who were in high school, yes. um, elementary. But then, you know, after you're out of school, that's not something that you would yes. really listen to. So And at the time, uh, on the radio, I cannot remember the critic's name, mm-hmm. but I've heard uh, him speaking about the prejudice Uh, about the K-pop idol mm. music, mm-hmm. and he said uh, it is a really prejudice. There are so many good music from idol groups, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about myself, and I felt that I had that kind of prejudice against the idol groups mm. because uh, I was a big fan of Sotaeji. You, you know Sotaeji. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> In my early 20s, I was a really big fan of Sotaeji, but I didn't do anything as a fan. I was just a music listener. Ah. Yeah. So it, actually, this is the first time for me to act as a fan. <laughs> and it is amazing. And anyway, and I... Uh, I will talk in Korean. <laughs> oh, yes, go for it. <laughs> yeah. 그래서 그때 그 평론가가 우리가 아이돌 그룹에 대해서 아이돌의 음악에 대해서 수준이 낮다는 편견을 많이 가지고 있다라는 얘기를 듣고 제가 생각을 해보니까 나한테도 똑같은 편견이 있었구나라는 거를 느꼈어요. 그래서 아 요새 아이돌 음악은 그리고 요새 그 나와는 다른 20대, 10대들이 듣는 음악은 뭘까라는 궁금증이 생겨서 사실 한동안 가요도 듣지 않았었고 그팝 음악도 잘 듣지 않았고 대중음악 자체를 별로 안 들었었거든요. 그래서 한번 들어봐야 되겠구나. 거의 한 30대 중반부터 클래식 음악만 많이 들었었어요. 그랬다가 뭔가 나한테도 새로운 그 음악에 대한 자극이 있으면 좋겠다라는 그런 생각으로 나의 편견이 무엇인지를 좀 알아보고 싶다라는 생각으로 이제 방탄소년단 이름을 뉴스에서 본 후에 찾아봐야 되겠다라는 생각이 들었었던 것 같습니다. Um, so just continuing where she left off, after she heard the radio and the critic talking about how, you know, It's actually a stigma that we see when it comes to idol groups and the music that they bring out to the public. It's very, um, quote unquote, low quality. It's not mm. on the par. It's not good enough. But then again, she actually looked back at herself and she had that stigma too. When it comes to idol groups, you know, it's very typical. You know, you have your very common auto-tuned kind of song, but mm-hmm. that also made it a trigger factor of wanting of her wanting to find out more of what is the trend and what is the idol music nowadays that the teens in their 10s and 20s listen to. And oh. at that point in time, she was at the stage where it has been a really long time where she listened to um, songs that are out in the public, that are pop-cultured or... Um, idol music she was just in her mid-30s listening to classical music at most mm. so then she started searching um, the term bts um, on news portals to see what she could get out there and she also found out that you know maybe this could be like a motivational like a boosting factor for me to get back into listening and to enjoy music because like she said she was once a fan of someone and all she was doing is just enjoying classical music so she believes that that was kind of like the stepping stone of getting to know the artist better and getting to enjoy music again Wow, you know, it, it makes sense that um, you, you, how you mentioned that you were once a fan, but there wasn't really an artist that you bought things for. I guess, you know, actually consider yourself a fan. So mm-hmm. you said BTS was the first that, you know, you buy or you look into learning almost yeah. <laughs> everything about them. That is so interesting. But it's until now, would you say it's still... 
stigma in Korea? Like, or are they are they opening up themselves to listening to other groups, or is is it just the BTS still in어피티스를알고알고나서그들의음악을들어보니까너무좋아가지고이제방탄노래를계속듣다가다른이제책을쓰기전에다른그룹들도다이렇게좋은건아닐까혹시어이렇게다른그룹들에대해서전혀들어보
that's what I was wondering too. And、um, I would like to ask other, you know, armies as well, because there's a lot of us who have also been、um, personally, me, I have been into K pop since 2006.、Mm. And same with me, you know, I've liked other groups, I've enjoyed a lot of groups and artists, but BTS is different. And, you know, I've asked myself this so many times. What makes them different? And over the couple, a couple of years of actually asking myself that, I feel like you and also me have figured out why. Like, why is BTS seeing this success? Because compared to a lot of groups you've also mentioned, you know, they have good music, it's catchy. You know, they're also other groups are working hard and they're talented, but. You know, why are they not seeing the same success as BTS? I guess one of the reasons is, you know, as an army, we could speak that their music speaks to us. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but what other reasons do you think that sets BTS apart from other groups? Because they're also very hardworking, they're very yeah. talented. Yes. I have seen many other artists on award shows and music shows, but I had to come back to the same question. Why does only BTS touch my heart and soul? There are so many artists who can sing and dance very well, but I want to say that there is a difference. They cannot be seen, obviously, to many people. The differences can be said minor, but I think they are critical. In art, I think we call this minor but critical difference as the level of completion. That level of completion can be the decisive element when it comes to comparing BTS and other artists in their performance and singing. Also, BTS is different in their attitude as artists. I think that many pop artists don't have the kind of attitude. Most of them want to be just popular and be loved by many people with their dancing and singing talent. So they work hard and very good at singing and dancing. But In many cases, they don't seem like having something to deliver to the audience. Audiences just can enjoy their performances and songs. By the way, BTS have had something to deliver from, their, from the beginning of their career. For example, it could be Love Yourself, Finding Our Souls Map. Mental health issues and social critical message. I want to emphasize their attitude as an artist who has always some message through their art to their audiences. This attitude is something radically different from just being skillful. That's true.、Um, I feel like ever since they Began, you know, they've always tried to tell songs through their personal feelings or their lyrics always connected to them in their personal life. So I、mm. felt like their music grew along with them. And、um, just, I think through their lyrics, they basically. Show us that they're still human and the things that we're going through are the same, basically. We're all going through life. And so I think that's a very interesting point that, you know, not only are they like amazing performers, there's something that BTS has, like the, the minor difference that's really pushing them forward. Now, Korea has recognized. Their talents, but ARMY know that they're still struggling a little bit here in the US, which is the biggest music market in the world.、Um, BTS has been experiencing a lot of discrimination in the Western music industry. 
what can the fandom do to continue to push forward? Do you have any suggestions or yeah. tips? Yeah. Uh, I think Um, 
there isn't really an easy solution to this. And it's true that not just in the Western music industry, but it is still happening in Korea as well. But what she really wants to put out there is that what armies are doing right now and what they've been continuously doing is really just good enough. You know, if if she had to put it in a job scope, what other fandoms do mostly is just vote for their artists, stream the music, watch the videos, buy albums. And if they stop there, armies go so much ahead and so much further. Um, you guys have your own army, army magazine. And the fact that even this podcast is happening and being planned right now, that is an action and a practice to voice out what armies do and how armies should be represented to the public mm. and not just voicing out on twitter or on comments on articles but you know we should actually take an extra step and really take the opportunities if they come find us or look for opportunities in fact so for professor chiang herself you know she's a full-time professor she works she has a professional life and as a human of course you get burned out or you get tired and you know everyone just goes through that it's life but whenever she finds or she gets the opportunity from other medias or from foreign um portals she will take it she will take the interviews because she has the mindset that you know as an army i should do them proud i should be the representation of the voice of armies because the moment we actually let go of that mindset and let the media, the prejudice, and the, the negative comments replace Army's voices, that's when you guys actually are going to be losing it. So oh. to prevent that, we should actually continue what we're doing. She's She believes that Armies right now are doing a really good job, and all they have to do is just continue it. Just continue it, go ahead, go further, go more, um, do as much as you can. That is actually the advice that she could give. And also, I think it's she thinks it's important to not just stop there. Never think it's enough. Always mm -hmm. think of the extra mile and think ahead. I think that's the most important message that she has to portray. Wow. Um, thank you so much for that advice. I felt like I needed to hear that as well. And I'm mm -hmm. sure a lot of us needed to hear that as well. It's because, you know, there are times where we feel very proud of all the work that we have done but there are times where sometimes we feel like you know what else can we do you know yeah, yeah. um we're constantly fighting against discrimination and prejudice mm -hmm. but um you know it's very true yes uh, we got to keep doing what we're doing and it's true that once we stop and we no longer voice out our opinion or what needs to be said then we'd be on the losing end so thank you for that advice that actually helps a lot <laughs> thank no you I, I'm, I'm always very proud of armies and mm -hmm. uh the reason i wrote my book on mm -hmm. bts is more than half reasons were about army army <sighs> because uh when after uh after knowing bts who is bts and their songs and their messages and their lyrics and i finally uh found out who army is i observed armies are doing and it was really wonderful and mm -hmm. it was in in a sense it was shocking to me because 그 시절이 2017년에 이제 제가 방탄을 발견하게 됐는데 바로 그 전해에 2016년부터 2017년 초까지 한국에서는 그러니까 대규모의 촛불 시위가 있었습니다. 아마 알지도 아실지도 모르겠어요. 그래서 매주 토요일마다 아무리 춥고 아파도 진통제를 삼켜가면서 이제 거리에 시위를 하러 나갔었는데 그때 봤던 그 수많은 사람들이 하나의 목소리로 외치던 그 광경은 정말 잊을 수가 없는 그런 어떤 광경이었고 힘이었거든요. 그런데 제가 아미들이 방탄을 미국에서 성공시키기 위해 그러니까 성공시킨다라는 말보다는 
미국에서 제대로 인정받도록 하기 위해서 그 다음에 한국에서의 그 수많은 어떤 권력들 기존 권력들과 싸우면서 방탄을 지키기 위해서 여기저기에서 아미들이 하고 있는 일들을 보고 나서 저는 사실 굉장히 촛불 시위 때와 비슷한 에너지를 느꼈어요. 예, 여기까지 하고 다시 돌아갈게요. 네. Um, so she wants to actually make a comparison based on her previous experiences. So back in 2016, there was a phase where in Korea, the entire nation who shared the same opinion and voices um, carried out a very large-scale candlelight demonstration. So oh, yeah. she was a part of it. And you know, no matter how severe the weather conditions were, no matter mm-hmm. how much pain she was in, she would take you know, antibiotics or painkillers and pills to wow. gain the strength to go out for that candlelight demonstration mm-hmm. only because she had an opinion and a voice to share. So she actually wanted to make a comparison to her experience versus as an army that, you know, as a group, as and considering army as a group of people who share the same passion and voice, they need to actually show the authority and power uh, that army themselves hold. And she just brought this experience up because Um, I wouldn't say it's a it's a reminiscent kind of thing, but it is a life experience that mm. she can probably never forget. Yes. So it's bringing that feeling up again, but and applying it to the fandom, that is probably what she believes that should be done to you know stand as one to actually show the other people the influence that army can have as well. Got it. Got it. Wow, you went through a lot. I did hear about that candlelight um, event, but I didn't really learn too much about it. But it's really interesting how um, you wouldn't you wouldn't say like reminiscent, but um, kind of just look back and you know think about that the emotions and the feelings yes. that you once had back then. Yes, that's felt wow. I mean, so when you wrote. BTS Art Revolution. You were inspired by Army, correct? Yeah. Armies know how to adapt. I guess you could say that. Um, we are a very unique fandom, and I think that's what you mentioned. Really does set Army apart from other fandoms. We know how to create our own community, our own society. We know how, you know, everyone. In the fandom, there's bound to have be someone who you know. For example, like you, um, are into film philosophy. There's so an army out there who's a lawyer. There's an army out there, yeah. you know, who knows a lot of things. And we put our knowledge together, and we build this community that help helps us as a fandom to help BTS. Um, and a lot of people I notice, um, especially in the U.S., still don't. Really understand our fandom. They, you know, usually give very ignorant or prejudiced remarks in regards to fans of BTS. You know, they like to say that you know we're screaming teenage girls. <laughs> um, you know, why do you think they continue to make those ignorant remarks? Do you think they're just trying to, um, I guess? not realize our power or they just don't want to acknowledge our power. 음, 일단 정답이라고 제가 생각하는 것부터 요약해서 말씀드리면 여성 혐오와 어, 인종 차별과 그다음에 이 세상이 변화하는 것에 대한 거부감과 두려움이라고 말씀드릴 수 있을 것 같습니다. 여기까지 번역하시고 뒤에 다시 설명 붙인다고 얘기해 주세요. 네. Um, so to give a very one-liner answer is it would be because people are racist mm-hmm. um you know they have a very strong sense of discrimination towards females mm-hmm. and also because they don't want to accept the change that is happening in our society not just in this country but in on a global scale 그러니까 여성 혐오 이제 미소진이 같은 경우에는 이제 어린 여자애들이 좋아하는 그룹, 
이라고 규정을 하게 되면 여성들의 취향에 대한 디스크리미네이션이 일단 들어가고요. 그 다음에 그런 여자애들이 좋아하는 그룹이라고 보이밴드에 대한 이제 편견이 이제 이중으로 작동을 하게 되는 것 같아요. 그래서 이 그냥 성인 여성도 성인 여성이 좋아한다 하더라도 그 스크리밍 티네이지 걸스라고 규정을 하는 순간 성인 여성의 취향 역시 소리 지르는 어린 여자애들과 다를 바 없다 라고 하는 그런 어떤 비하 혹은 여성 혐오가 거기에 분명하게 들어가고 있고 그게 방탄소년단의 음악에 대한 진지한 이해를 어, 아예 방해하는 굉장히 중요한 요소로 일단 작동하고 있는 것 같습니다. 여성 혐오는 여기까지 번역해 주시면 될것 같아요. 네. So to touch upon the first factor that she mentioned, which was about female discrimination, you know, whether it's labeled as young teenage girls who are screaming over this artist, over, you know, grown-up females who are screaming over the artist, the fact that you label it as girls screaming over this artist Mm-hmm. Is the stigma itself? So it's a discrimination to females because you are just labeling and putting an unofficial, unverified title that, oh, this is the kind of music that girls listen to. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of music that teenagers are screaming over. So that itself kind of just unofficially labels. You know, it's not true. Not all girls may be screaming over BTS and. It's just a stigma that, oh, you know, girls just go crazy over BTS. Teenage girls just go screaming over them. But not just that, but, you know, when people have and see that um, image that they just want to see, teenage girls screaming over this artist, it just not only stops there, but it also interrupts the message and the music that BTS tries to um, send across to their listeners. So... It just it doesn't just affect the fans and how the public sees the fans, but it also unintentionally affects negative in a negative way um, mm-hmm. the music that BTS produces and them as artists itself. Very true. It gives the general public a harder time to be more curious about BTS because you know the first thing they think about is oh I don't want to be part of. Those screaming teenage girls, <laughs> you know, so it kind of stops them. But you know, I think now we're getting to that point where armies are working very hard on getting BTS recognition for their <laughs> artistry, for their music. For example, you know, maybe the general public now is getting curious, like why is BTS nominated for the Grammys? You know, <laughs> um, we're slowly working towards that. But I just wish that. I feel like the discrimination against women being like passionate about something, passionate about something, is very wrong. Mm. I mean, I mentioned it previously on my video how, you know, there are other fandoms out there, not you know quite for artists, but for example, for video games, for sports, yeah. it's a very male-dominated yes. fandom, but they're not looked down upon on, mm. um, or degraded. Because of their gender, you yeah. know that that's what sets us apart. So I hope that um, in the future, armies will also be part of that movement of you know m- making people realize that there are fandoms out there that are not only screaming teenage girls. We're very diverse. We're very um, you know we have different age groups, you know genders, identity, different backgrounds. We're just a fandom. Who is in love with the artistry BTS has given us, their music, um, and there's a lot more to that as well. There's a lot more to BTS. I mean, some people would say they're in love with the personalities. You know, that's what got yeah. them into the fandom, and it, more to that. But I hope that it starts with BTS, um, that people will start to realize or yeah. take groups seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm I'm very sick and tired of the kind of prejudices. <laughs> <laughs> I'm facing I'm facing that that prejudice. Uh, normally, yeah. Think about my age. I'm mm-hmm. in Korean age. I'm fifty. 
mm-hmm. already. So, and I'm 50 years old and I'm teaching philosophy at university. But people think I am, in a way, crazy or no. <laughs> no, not normal. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because I am in... Uh, love breed BTS. Mm, that, that shouldn't be. Yeah, the they know my age and they know my profession, but they want to degrade my age or my um, profession into a very uh, superficial, just <laughs> screaming crazy girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for them, for them, uh, age is not that critical. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I am a woman mm-hmm. and that's why that is the reason they neglect and discriminate my taste. Yes. So, so every time I face that kind of things, I'm, I'm really pissed off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. Especially I'm I'm majoring in uh, philosophy of art, but they suspect my taste of art. Oh. So it's ridiculous. <laughs> I <Yes>. think so. <laughs> it is. It is really ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is another region uh, of discrimination in the West. BTS are Koreans and they mm-hmm. think Korean. They think most of maybe mostly, not everyone, but most white male audiences think Mm -hmm. they are not a real musician. They are, uh, and their songs are not real art. But it's obvious prejudice and discrimination. And I think they might, they might feel a kind of fear towards BTS and ARMY, I think so. Because yeah. they, BTS and ARMY have changed the world and even the dominant music industry. So they might be panicked and might have fear <laughs> towards BTS and ARMY, but they don't accept their fear. So. Yeah. They showed their rudeness and racist perspective on BTS and ARMY, plus uh, racist, plus misogynic perspective toward BTS and ARMY. They want to neglect us, but in the end, I, I believe so, in the end, we will win. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and the world has changed it and will change it itself. So they will be defeated. I think so. Yes, thank you. Oh, that's that's a really powerful message, and I and I believe that as well. Yeah. Um, BTS and Army, they are not going anywhere. We will be here to fight, and you know we're already seeing changes in the music industry. Um, it may be slow, mm-hmm. uh, but we're making we're leaving our footprints basically. Yeah. We're yes. making our mark. So, wow. And I, and I have observed many things in history. We, we feel the reality is so strong and so powerful. So we cannot change that, that reality, such as uh, male-dominant society mm-hmm. or English-speaking dominancy. But... As you, as we have seen in history, nothing lasts forever. True, very true. Yeah. So after becoming an army, I have changed quite a lot mm-hmm. uh, for a personal level. The one thing, the one most obvious thing is now I have hope for the future. Mm-hmm. And now I have hope for the humanity. Before, I didn't have that kind of things. I was very sarcastic and I was a bit pessimistic toward the world. 
and human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't like people a lot. <laughs> and, and I didn't find any hope from people around me or people from uh, on TV. But after knowing BTS and ARMY, I could have hope to change this, uh, this terrible world mm-hmm. into a better one. And we can be communicate each other and we can be connected with each other. Mm-hmm. That that solidarity is a real, real important thing for army. I think mm-hmm. if we can be together, we can do anything. And army taught me that that truth. Yes, I'm like I'm clapping. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, as I told you before, I was sarcastic and pessimistic. Mm-hmm. And then now I am more positive and more, uh, I have more hope for the world mm-hmm. and the people. And before becoming an army, when mm-hmm. I see some news about the disaster or civil war in another part of the world, mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, Oh my God, it's too bad. It's too, it's too sad. But I cannot do anything for them. And mm-hmm. I forgot. Yeah, that, oh. was, that was very easily forgotten from yeah. me because it is too far away from me. Yeah. But becoming an army makes me think of, oh my God, there is a fire, big fire in Australia, for example, mm-hmm. and I have an army friend in Australia. Is, it, is she okay? Or, or armies in Australia are okay? I am very concerned and I am very sad about them. Ah. So, so I feel more connected and more close, closer uh, to them. Uh, compared to the past days. So, oh. so the civil war happened or riots happened or in the US a, a few days ago, there was a messy <laughs> riot, how can yeah. I say? <laughs> Ridiculous happening in, <laughs> in the US. And whenever, mm-hmm. when I watch it, the news, I, uh, naturally think about the army friend in the US. Mm, so yeah. I, I normally tweet like this, hope every army in the US are okay uh-huh. and safe. But it is not just uh, words. I, I didn't know how to put my heart into that words. So I just uh, wrote very simple sentence, but it is real from my heart. So uh, nowadays, I feel like uh, this world is getting smaller Ah. because of BTS. We are connected and we can communicate every time. True. Yeah. So and whenever there is a bad happening in Korea, many army mutuals sent me messages and mentioned and they told me please stay safe and they, if there is anything i can do do for you please let me know Aww. whenever i read that kind of tweets mm-hmm. i feel very empowered is that is, is it right word i don't know it is it is it makes me very stronger ah oh, there. it makes me kind of strengthening me <laughs> mm-hmm. because I am not alone. I am with other many, many other armies all the time. So mm-hmm. it is, I think it is a very radical change for my life. Wow. You know, that's very true. Um, yeah. You pointed that out because I, 
we all connect through social media and BTS has actually helped me find a lot of friends that yes. I am personally close to now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's really cool to hear that you've also um, feel empowered or you feel stronger now yeah. that you have this bond with other people from across the globe. You know, they're not yeah. even in the same country as you. And I realized, too, that before, you know, there would be natural disasters, right? Like the one in Australia. But then now, um, because there are armies in different countries, for example, a lot of them would come up with like fundraisers or charities that we could help with. So it feels like we're also helping. So that's another thing. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) So so I became more happier person now. I'm so happy to hear that. (laughs) No, I'm happy to know that you're happy and you feel like, you know, stronger and you have a stronger bond with people out there. You actually want to connect with people now, not like Mm -hmm. before. Yeah. So it's really nice to learn more about you as a person, you know, the knowing you as Ji Young Yi and not, you know, as a person more than a doctor. We got to learn more about you as a doctor and also person so that's really nice to hear but yes but thank you so so much for joining us and also um i want to let people know that you do have a book and again the name of the book is called bts art revolution you could find it on amazon actually so and i'll link that in the description box but thank you once again ji young lee for joining us I really appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you for having me. And it is an honor for me to be part of ARMY project. Thank you all for listening (laughs) my talk. (laughs) (laughs) No, it means a lot. So we really needed it. Kim Dong-jun, Kim So-jin, Min-yung-hee, Jung-ho-seok, Park Jimin, Kim Tae-young, Jung-jung-ho.